ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Be On Sunday. We have a special guest today because we are sitting here with Ryan Weatherhead. And once again, guys, Beyond Sunday is a podcast where we take you inside the culture of Vox Church, whether we dive in about different things going on in the church, different events, different issues. We just like to show you guys inside the heart of our church. And Ryan Weatherhead, he is a campus pastor at Middletown Campus. Welcome, Ryan. What's up? It's so good to be here, Kurt. Yeah. I'm pumped. I mean, this is, I have been waiting for this invitation to be on this podcast since it started. <laughs> it's so good. I mean, it's good to have you. We're sitting here right now in Middletown because this is kind of the home base for everything going on. So how do you feel right now that your entire campus has flipped upside down? For those of you, for those of you who kind of don't know or have never been to Middletown, Middletown is a very clean, pristine campus. It is new everything is pretty much new but right now we have taken over middletown to make it the home base for all of our production needs all of our sermons so i mean it is completely flipped upside down yeah so and by by he says by we it's not me and it's not the middletown team it's the central vox production team people i love with my whole life and so it's interesting right covid um hit it was march 13th something yeah and yeah, schnepp is uh, Mike Schnepp, who's our executive pastor, he oversees all of our campus pastors. So I'm on that team with him. Uh, he says, hey, well, there's a chance that we may not have in church this. And, and it was like, oh, is this a week? Is this two weeks? And so we scrambled. Now, during that time, I'm in Middletown. I'm here five days a week. And my team here, we were actually doing a massive cleaning of our back storage space. We were cleaning a ton of stuff out, throwing a ton of stuff out. And then literally overnight, uh, Kurt, Alexis, RJ, our, our Vox production team calls and says, so we need to come film up there because I don't think we're having church Sunday because of a worldwide pandemic. Yeah. So it's, like, it's crazy. So it's, so two big trucks roll up. Yeah. Yeah. They unload everything. And, uh, and if you were to come here now it is a complete, it, it's a production studio. Yeah. That's, ex that's exactly what it is. I mean, these guys have, I, you wouldn't be able to know if you're just watching at home, but what an amazing job our production team. And we actually had RJ and Alexis on a couple of weeks ago, just talking about the different things that they had to accomplish in order to make it work because it was so new and, you know, I, we just have to stream online. All of a yeah. sudden we have to go to a can, uh, an online service that we've, I mean, we've done it before, but we've never actually streamed it to different accounts, different right. things. So everything happens so fast. I mean, what are the benefits to what we do with having multiple locations and streaming from or broadcasting from New Haven, really everywhere from Springfield, Massachusetts, all the way down to Stamford, Connecticut. Doing that, we had a lot of mm -hmm. kind of already ex uh, experience already under our belt. Yeah. And so for us to have to pivot a little bit uh, was not as hard as I think some other churches really had to almost start from scratch. Yeah. You know, and so and, and, and we were even trying to be a resource to anybody that would want some help, any other church, big or small, that mm -hmm. needed help in this kind of streaming world that we were forced into overnight. Um, but I remember trucks rolled up. Uh, you know, if, again, if you were to come here, it looks like a, a television studio. Yeah, there yeah. are cameras and mics and cables and cases everywhere. <laughs> and so I try, and, and so literally I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to come here once a week just to make sure everything's okay. And I am trying to just take a couple deep breaths yeah. before I walk in the, walk in the building yeah. to see the chaos that I is know. happening here. I'm you know, in your position, I'm sure it's, it's 
way different than you know you've anticipated the next couple months because i remember middletown had a couple very big events coming up you know there was a lot happening here and then all of a sudden everything stopped right on a dime and you know the church as a whole had to change its focus to each campus you know branching out doing the things that they have to do to all of a sudden you know we need to be a united church we need to all be working together all the campus pastors have come together for the same goal the same vision but instead of reaching out their specific regions or their specific areas now it's all one church and it's kind of cool to see i mean i don't necessarily want to say i'm glad it happened but it's kind of cool to see all everyone come together so so as i watched i progressively saw that all the campus pastors were tag teaming different things we're going to do you know pastoral stuff online we're gonna, and maybe that would have happened down the line but it was cool because it just happened. It had to happen. So yeah. uh, what would, how would you respond? I mean, what, yeah. are, what are your thoughts about that? Because it's a lot different than what you originally planned. Right. right. So, so for us, again, each campus pastor, um, we are on the same team. Obviously Vox has the same vision. We literally want to be one church in multiple locations. Yeah. And so I, I know, I know Kurt talked about that before. If you walk into any Vox location, either a permanent or a rented venue, our goal is that it feels the same, mm-hmm. right? So that it, we really are one family. Now, again, city differences, uh, demographic differences, all those things are going to uh, change each location a little bit. Yeah. But at the same time, you go, it's different, but it's also the same. Now, when COVID hit, it, it was interesting because it's like, okay, um, if we all want to still have jobs, <laughs> then what are we doing? <laughs> what do we do? Right. And so, uh, I mean, our entire staff, and, and we have a staff of 50, plus yeah yeah um uh part-time full-time uh our entire staff had to pivot to you know again again pivot just to to figure out okay what were the the needs in the community Mm -hmm. what were the needs in the state of connecticut and into massachusetts um what were the needs of people different people groups uh, how can we serve and then how can we still be feeding the church um while we're not able to meet in person yeah right and so so again um and we've done dozens of things in both the campus pastor team and just our our team in general i mean we literally had one of our one of our campus pastors rocky he's going to launch worcester uh our worcester campus very soon uh he he ended up on our uh, social media analytics team <laughs> and so you know it, it, so now now rocky again has been with us for a number of months was planning on launching worcester in october we're probably pushing that a little bit uh but he worked at callaway golf beforehand he's yeah. an engineer yeah and so and now he signed up to be a pastor um and uh and right now he's on our on our analytics team, yeah, you know. And yeah. so and and again, so we all just had to figure out, okay, where can we serve? We we did uh, create a number of task forces to help um, uh, execute different areas. We 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 created a whole outreach task mm-hmm. force, literally a handful of staff, five, six, seven staff members uh, that would help oversee different outreach efforts to meet people where they're at if they had needs and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and so I was a part of that team, uh, you know, a whole resource team just to create new content. Our know our campus pastors, we've done Facebook Live, Bible studies, devotionals. Yeah, all those have been awesome. Right. right. Yeah. T- time, you know, we're literally in the beginning, we literally every day for 30 minutes would just be on Facebook to take prayer requests. People that were at home that were didn't know what their life looked like yeah. from 12 to 1230 come 
type in your prayer request and we would pray for you over Facebook Live. Yeah, hey, <laughs> you know, I mean, anything that can work. We're going from an environment where we get to see people, we get to interact with people, just being around people. Now, as a pastor, you're put in a position where you don't get that that right. interaction. And it's, I can see how hard it is to stay connected with the community because again, number one, you don't see them, but number two, you don't see body language. You don't see the emotion right. yeah. that people have. I, you, you get your phone calls, you get your Zoom classes, but it's just, it's changed. Yeah. How has that impacted the way that you pastor the people who come to sure. Middletown? Yeah. So, and I think, you know, again, if you know anything about Vox, you know that we do desire to be a part of seeing the least church region in America, which we think is New England, mm -hmm. become spiritually vibrant. And yeah. so that's our mission, you know, and if you've been around for more than five minutes, you know that we're hyper-focused. Yeah. We're, we're, I mean, we we very much have a strategy to do our part. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so for us to not be able to meet in person, to not be able to execute on events and things that we think would be beneficial for our cities, um, could easily be incredibly discouraging, yeah. right? And so what we had to do was go, okay, um, how do we develop opportunities for people both to, uh, you know, both to kind of feed themselves and to also love their neighbor mm -hmm. um, without getting into a place where you feel so stuck because you can't do anything. Yeah. And so, I, and again, I'll tell you friends, candidly, this is 12 weeks in, you know, there are times where, where I'm thriving and there are days where I was like, where I really still feel like I'm fighting a stuckedness yeah. in, yeah. in this. And so, um, you know, and again, uh, you know, we've done, we've done dozens of things that we'll start, we'll do for a number of weeks. They'll be fruitful in their own way. And then, and then, We'll kill him yeah. and we'll move yeah. on, yeah, yeah. you know? And so, um, so very much, you know, having to fight kind of that, that constant feeling of feeling stuck, um, you know, constantly ch checking in with people to see how they're doing. Mm -hmm. um, so on, on the flip side of that, it's, we talked about how hard it is to kind of manage people, but have you seen the reverse effect? Have you seen people that you might not have been able to reach being reached? I know every time a video gets shared on Facebook and every time a sermon, I, we're watching sermons on Facebook, on YouTube, and it's just so easy to click that share yeah. button. And once you click that share button, all of a sudden it goes out to all of your friends. So it's an exponential growth that it's almost an avenue we as a church weren't utilizing didn't use. yeah didn't yeah, didn't did use. Not use. Just, just because it's not that we didn't know about it it, it just wasn't our process so have you seen mm -hmm. anything you know anything like that yeah. uh, on the flip side sure i'll tell you so I'll, I'll start by saying this if you can hear me every hard thing that you will go through as a person god will use or can use as a blessing. Amen to that. And so, you know, and, 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 and that, you know, that sounds vague, but, but, but the littlest of things to the biggest of things that are detrimental, that are hard, yeah. God can use those things for good. Yeah. And so, so in that, you know, it's interesting, Kurt talks about social media. I mean, we have seen so many people, honestly, dozens of dozens of hundreds, um, <laughs> you know, visit, yeah. yep. check us out. Um, people that are local mm -hmm. that, that said, Hey, I had been meeting to check you out for X, Y, Z number of months. Yeah. And I just hadn't gotten there. And now I did because, because, because it's intimidating at times to walk into a building, yeah, 100%, you know, yeah. you know, I, I remember walking into North Haven CrossFit for the first time. <laughs> I was so nervous. I forgot my shoes at home. I mean, literally, do you remember that? I, do. I was like, Hey, I uh, I'm here to try this thing, but I don't have shoes. <laughs> 
And then he gave me some random pair of shoes. That's so funny. I was like, do these have a disease? No, I, I, rem- I remember that. But it is, especially if you've never gone to church before. If you walk into our church, it is live. It is vibrant. It is, yeah. I mean, it's yeah. loud. Yeah. It, it's amazing. Yeah. But if you, let's just say you're used to going to a Catholic church, for instance. Sure. It's completely different. Completely different. It, it, the experience that you get, if you're not ready and you're not used to it, you'll be surprised. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it's you're right. It is a little intimidating. Yeah. So so we, we do want, and we do want, you know, Vox. We do work hard so that it doesn't actually feel like church. So you walk in and you go, wait, this is church? Yeah, yeah, this yeah, is I church? Know. Right. I, but but you're right. So for those people that may be intimidating, nervous, uh, I'm not sure. Um, we've been able to, a, 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 so many of those types of people have listened, have watched, have yeah, messaged. Yeah. And then honestly, friends, it's been crazy because, again, you would think that we would have been more on our social media game or just streaming game, I guess. Yeah. But we haven't because we're very much also focused around the local you know, the local kind of mm-hmm. body we want of people. That, that interaction. Yeah, the interaction. Yeah. Um, but it has been remarkable, the people from all over the country and all over the world. Mm-hmm. And and, and let, let's just be frank, right? This season of life with COVID, with all that's happening now, yeah. all over our nation, um, people are seeing, you know, maybe for the first time in a long time, there's an, a real need for God. Absolutely. You know, not, not just religion, not just, you know, um, uh, ri- ritual or tradition, mm-hmm. but a real need for a real God. And yeah. so, so we have seen so many people reach out even just because of the turmoil that they're having to face because of COVID, their yeah. job, someone who is sick, mm-hmm. you know, and, and again, and then you add what's been happening the last couple of weeks. Yeah, right? absolutely. And I think it's important for our listeners to, you know, realize people are looking for a light in this world. Yeah. And obviously to follow Jesus is a full wholehearted relationship with God. And just to follow Jesus and to spread the love, I think it, it will go so far yeah. amongst all these people that are out there, you know, suffering in one way or another, whether sure. it's from disease or whether it's from hate or, yeah. or this issue and that that issue, you know, we just want to, we should go out and we should be a light to yeah, these people. Good. You it's don't good. necessarily need to go out and preach on, on the totally. corner of the street, yep. but just having a, a simple conversation right. with a, you know, a friend or a loved one, someone who may not may not know how you feel and it i mean it's okay they can turn you away and say listen it's not for me that's fine but you have a conversation i think you'll be surprised people will be receptive loving people where they're at is huge yeah it's huge because again you know it when you love people where they're at then they go hey you don't actually really have an agenda yeah you just love me Mm -hmm. you just love me for who i am yeah it's so good and so yeah it's, it's been interesting seeing kind of the 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 streaming the social media streaming youtube facebook church online um, and and just the thousands and thousands of people yeah. that we have reached uh, you know i remember being on chat and it's like oh i'm from indianapolis i'm from P- providence i'm mm. from you know texas I, all over the country and the world which that's, is like how, did, be, how do you even find us that must be how so do you cool. find us hey, you know? someone just shared it yeah. i mean that's that's probably and yeah. that's the crazy so i want to switch gears sure. just a little bit and talk about about you, your life. Uh, I've known you for a little while now, and you have uh, in a crazy, crazy life, and I love it because you have an awesome family. Yeah. You, I mean, just the people that surround you is you just have amazing people in your life. So tell us a little bit about your family. Um, you know, and we could start there. Sure, I got yeah, a couple yeah. of backup yeah, yeah. questions. Okay, 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 yeah. So maybe so, about your driving. Okay, <laughs> I know my driving. Yeah. So, um, so I, uh, my wife and I um, have been married for 13 years. Her name's Elena. Um, if you know her, she is. Uh, I'm married up. I'm married up. <laughs> I still often wonder, like, how the that's heck a plug. Did, I that's have, a plug. 
dog. How right the heck there. did I land? You know, like <laughs> in a moment of weakness, she married me. You yeah, know, it's like, um, and so um, we've been married for you know again thirteen years. Uh, we have three children: uh, Levi, who's nine; Eden is four; and Silas is uh, over one. And we've been a part of a Vox uh, since year one. Yeah. And so Elaine and I met at a church um, in uh, just south of New Haven. Uh, you know, fifteen ish, more than that, years ago. Um, and uh, and and I, I had done some work there before. Um, and then left there and, uh, have known Justin Kendrick, who's our lead pastor for, for about that same time, 15 plus years. Um, when, when, uh, it was 2001, 2002, and I went on my first like international trip to serve people overseas and it was in the Philippines and Justin and I were on that trip together. Oh really? And so I, yeah, I did not know. Yeah, that. yeah. So yeah. the church that I was at and the church that he was at, we were just friends. And so, yeah. so we've done. I've known him for a long time. Him and a lot of the kind of the core team. Um, and so when 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 City Church in 2011 opened, when Vox opened in 2011, it took us about a year to get there. Um, but um, but we came uh, 2012 and have been a part ever since. I mean, I stepped on staff in 2015 to lead our Middletown location. And so honestly, friends, it was crazy. Middletown started with 30 people. Yeah. in july of 2015. wow we were in a small uh small building uh, that could fit a hundred we were stuck there for almost two years yeah. and then got this permanent space and and now we're you know 450 on a sunday which is so fun so i mean it's it's quite the story and one of the things that i appreciate so much about vox is they recognize the the passion and the love that people within the church have for god yeah. and they take that they develop it and you can use your story to, to plug into this, they see that passion and they see that need or, or that, that want for, for people that just want to spread the gospel and yeah, spread the good. word of God. And they grow that yeah, and they, you know, they water it. It's like, it, I mean, it's, it's a seed. Yeah. They take someone and I'm a prime example. You're a prime example. Yeah. And we can, we can go down the list of people that are on staff and talk how they were just people who were just passionate about God. Yeah. I mean, Vox church, you know, and again, I know it was about my family, but the, the question is about my family, but Vox Church has changed our lives. Yeah. It literally has. Um, again, we've been I, in trust church. Trust me, I can attest yeah, to that. We've been in church for a long time, you know, and, 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 and I think that I mean, I've never seen the growth in myself or in my wife um, that I have while being at Vox, honestly, for the last, um, you know, since, since, uh, since 2012. Yeah. So. Well, to talk a little bit about uh, more about your family, the COVID nineteen has been going on. You mentioned for twelve weeks. I just want to twelve a, long yeah, weeks. Twelve <laughs> long weeks. I just wanted to get a little insight about how your life has been during this time. Have you made any changes in terms of you know your habits, maybe your what you're doing with your kids? Because sure. I, in this podcast, I really like to dive in a little bit about our campus pastors because yeah. if you go to Hartford campus, they may not know you personally like some of the people here do. So. In your life, what are some things, I mean, that you've done over the course of COVID-19 that have changed a little bit? It could be the way that you study the word, could be uh, the different things that you're doing with your kids. It could be anything. Just sure. a little inside of your yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in, for us. Inside Ryan. Inside Ryan yeah, Weather's life. Right. Yeah. So for me, I mean, um, again, there is, um, we have three children. Um, we live actually with my mom and dad as well. Uh, and so, and then we have Mike Sienna, who is our Vox Church Central Youth director yeah, that's right. so he oversees yep. all of our that's a, that's high a school. campus yeah that's not a house right. so yeah so 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 and, and then we have actually a friend of ours brad um who uh has been living in downstairs as well so yeah, a dog a cat and, and a hamster yes and so so <laughs> th- there is activity in our home at all 
times yeah, at wild. like who's crying who's screaming what's happening <laughs> you know and so now i had i had these and, and I, let's just be real right you have these um grand dreams of what you're going to do while you work from home yeah. and all this extra time and all these things because because candidly you know as a pastor we're out a lot my wife and i are out a lot mm-hmm. but you know our, our life is super busy and so you know i had these grand dreams about what we're going to do and um <laughs> Yeah, there you go, you know. And so, you know, if you can see his face right <laughs> yeah, now, yeah, it's priceless. Like, I mean, the 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 fact of the matter is with anything as great as the opportunity may seem, you have to be intentional. Yeah, absolutely. Now, and so what we and and it, so it did take us a couple weeks to get into some some kind of rhythms. Um, but I'll tell you, there's one thing, there's two things um, that that are non-negotiables in our home, and it's and and, and sometimes we got to fight for these things because we have small kids. Yeah. Um, but it's getting up early, um, and it's it's getting some time. And if it's not up early, it's at some point that day you're having some time alone with God. And so yeah. it's a few minutes, yeah. you know. To, to, to read the word, to journal, to, to listen to some worship music, you and God alone. And so that, that's a big one for Elaine and I, and then exercise, exercise. Yeah. And so, um, I am built by Garceau. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. So, so uh, I, gotta, you know, I can't wait for the emails yeah, to come in after that. So, so, you know, I've been, I've been doing, uh, I've been at North Haven CrossFit for two years. Yeah. And so, you know, before that, my wife's a big runner. So she's had, she's had exercise routines for a long time. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, I've been looking for what works for me. And I'm a tennis player, um, but it just took took a lot more time that I would wanted to look with to take with kids. And so I've been going to North Haven CrossFit for the last two years. It has changed, honestly, changed my life in many ways. And so for me, when COVID hit, it was like I cannot not work out. Yeah, I absolutely. have to exercise. Absolutely. Small, big, twenty minutes, forty minutes. I have to. So two things that are non-negotiables in our home is is some time with God. And exercise, and exercise, exercise, exercise. And so if you have uh, negated your exercise routine. Tomorrow's a new day. Tomorrow's a new day. And you mentioned a tennis player. You were a pretty good tennis player, weren't you? Yeah. So I played D. Th- I played D three college tennis. Yeah. yeah. So so I wanted to play D one. Um, honestly, I wanted to go south of Virginia. I ended up visiting this and, and this and I was a new kind of follower of Jesus at that point. Yeah. You know, Christian. Um, but I visited this small Christian school in Pennsylvania that just won my heart. Yeah. So I played D three. We won our conference. You know, uh, my senior year. Mm-hmm. I was uh, I was number two, and so it was it was just fun. It was fun. So Rocky wife cursed yeah him. she was a professional she was so have you guys have you guys yeah you know, so have, have yeah so, so together and kirsten and rocky they're they're friends of ours i remember kirsten um she she'd been working for vox for a number of years yeah and so when elaine and i were in new haven i remember her talking about how she was a coach at yale and i was like that's so cool i play tennis and she, you know and and if you're a really good tennis player and someone else tells you hey i play tennis I play too tennis. you kind of like mm. silently judge them <laughs> So she, you know, she, she kind of like was like, uh, are you any good? You know? Yeah. And so it wasn't a couple of years later that we got to hit a couple of times. Um, and she is a beast. Really? She's a beast. Yeah. And so, um, so I am able to hang with her. <laughs> so Kirsten, if you're hearing this, you know, uh, and, and honestly, Rocky's a great golf player, but he's got some tennis move too. Really? And so Rocky, if you hear this, I'm coming for you, brother, yeah. you know? Uh, and so it, yes, yeah, she, she, she played pro. Um, you know, played junior tournaments all over the world, yeah. and she 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 is she's an incredible. I, I remember incredible talking to her about that. I mean, it's it's just another testament about different people who come to Vox. She she came to to coach at Yale, oh. and was you know was a Christian. Ended up finding Vox, and now she works yeah. full time for the church. Yeah, it's wild. You know, it's wild. Which is crazy. Which yeah, is crazy. Absolutely. But but I'll tell you, friends. I mean, as you get to know our staff more, you'll see people that have left. Um, 
significant roles in yeah. other places. Mm -hmm. And not that those aren't significant, not that Fox is, is more significant, it's just different, right? But when you have an engineer that has, as a godly man, has a pastor's heart like Rocky and leaves Callaway Golf as yeah. an engineer, I mean, what? You know? <laughs> and so we, we have, I mean, we have a number of those types of people on our staff. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so, so, uh, so, you know, finding, again, back to the family, right? exercise routine, mm -hmm. time with God, you know, I, you know, with our kids, um, we've tried to, you know, once or twice a week do an intentional game night. Um, and so some weeks we feel like we win at that. Sometimes some, some weeks we don't, yeah. some weeks the week is busy. Um, my wife and I have, have been doing mostly weekly date nights. Yeah. Um, so take out, right. Take out, sit at the beach mm -hmm. kind of thing. You know, now things are opening up. It's a little bit better. Um, there's you know, a little light at the end of the time, a little bit of light, yeah. a little bit of light. But for a while it was like, all right, let's go get uh, food and sit at the beach, but in the car, cause it's still too cold, <laughs> right? It's still too it's cold. So true. Still too cold. So true. Um, we've been doing, you know, a couple nights we take a, taking a walk together. Yeah. So that helps, you know, kids are in bed. Again, we got 65 people living with us. And so it's <laughs> Just, a, I mean, I don't, you know, our, dri monitor reaches all <laughs> our driveway, there's, there's at least five or six cars at all times. So I wonder what our neighbors think. Yeah. Our, na our neighbors, neighbors, the close people to us, they go to Vox, so yeah. they, they know us. They're but it's okay. like, but the rest of them, they go, who are these crazy it, it, people with 60 so, cards in their so name? So many and, people. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit um, about what is going on right now. We mentioned the COVID-19, and we've talked a bunch of different podcasts. I talk with Justin and, and how it's transition, transitioned the church. But right now we're in a little bit more of a turmoil situation. Mm -hmm. There's a lot going on in this world, and if you open up your phone, you know exactly what's going on. Yeah. There's you know huge issues out there when it comes to black, white, and just uh, systemic racism and things like that. I just, I don't necessarily want to talk specifically about that topic. Sure. I want to talk about how the campus pastors have united in one front and what is the general direction that say Justin has for the campus pastors? Because Trust me, I know, I get it. We're getting hit from all sides. You know, we're not doing too, or we're not doing enough. We're, you yep. know, we're doing too much. Uh, it's too political. And there could be a thousand different sure. things, and we don't necessarily need to talk about uh, people's personal views. I just want to talk about the direction because being a campus pastor, again, you're you're under scrutiny. People are watching your every move. People are watching your Facebook. You know what you guys are doing. Oh, you went to that restaurant. You do this. I mean, right. people people see all the time. So. As a campus pastor, how has it been and how has the leadership been in the church during this time? Yeah, so, so you know, candidly, there is obviously a lot happening yes. in our nation. Um, and so, you know, and, and listen, friend, let's just, let's just be straight, right? Um, you say one thing and some people aren't happy. You say yeah. another thing and some people aren't happy. And so, you know, honestly, our goal is to just search the scripture to say, what does God say? Yeah. What does he say? And, and honestly, what God says, you know, may hit both sides of the coin a little bit yeah. in some way, shape or form, you know? And so as we get phone calls, yeah. emails, yeah. Yeah. people wanting to talk, mm -hmm. pe people emailing saying, Hey, did you get my email? <laughs> you know, it, it, it really is a, you know, it, it's a time for us to, um, honestly, as a, as a pastor, pastor people yep. to love them. And so, you know, if, if you're hearing this, you know, going, you know, I love or don't love what Vox is saying or sharing, you know, honestly, we, we do value what you say. Yeah, absolutely. I, I want people to feel heard regardless of whether um, they agree with what we're saying or not. Mm -hmm. And the hard part is, is that we're human. Yeah. And so, so we, our feeble attempt to share what we feel like is scriptural is that a feeble attempt, yeah. right? We're going to say something wrong. We're going to 
stutter, yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, we're gonna we're gonna say it, and it's gonna be interpreted X Y Z way. Mm-hmm. And so I, I would say, I mean, what we're trying to do is is literally just respond and be there for as many people as possible, yeah. so that they can be heard. Because honestly, we really what we don't want is for people to feel like, oh, I can't call my local campus pastor. I can't email the staff. I can't share. With... No, like if you're hearing this and you want to share something with us, listen, I can take it. I got thick skin. Yeah. Bring it up. You know, I mean, I mean, seriously, you in my role, you have to be able to shoulder this stuff. Absolutely. And so, yes, sometimes I'm like, I just need to not respond to that and take a nap. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it, it's true because. Again, whether you agree with what they're saying or not, you still need to play the role as pastor. Yeah. And as pastor, it's about love. It's about loving people that are around you. And it I must be difficult. I don't necessarily know what it's like to have to, you know, tiptoe around someone right. who's kind of just yelling at you. Yeah. And again, I'm not I'm not for here or against here. I'm not trying to play, you know, the political or, you know, the agenda puzzle. Right. I'm just trying to get inside the heart of you and what the church is trying yeah. to do. And it, again, it must be difficult. Yeah. I'm sure there's times and I was actually thinking about Justin the other day and I was thinking about the immense pressure that he has and I'm not saying that it's any less than the pressure that you have but when when people think about Vox Church they think the lead pastor Justin Kendrick and I mean every single word people are hanging on whether it's it's this or that and scrutinizing yeah I even I even you know found myself kind of looking at the overall situation of of some of the things that he says and I'm like okay well you know I think he could have said it differently this way or and then I just thought to myself is it you know, why am I scrutinizing what he says? How would you do? Yeah. I, <laughs> right? I was like, I can't, thank God it's not me. I can't even imagine the pressure yeah. that are, that is on his shoulders. I, it's been a good, good ride. And I've seen Justin over the last couple of years, you know, loving every success that Vox has had up until this point. And we've, we've had a ton of success. It seems like we've been growing and growing and growing. And now we're at a point where, you know, we, there, it's a speed bump in the road. Sure. There's people that are, that are, you know, not attacking, but just coming at different angles. And it must be, it must be difficult. Yeah, so I, I would say it, it's interesting. You, you say that, uh, so Justin, it does carry and, and he carries it well, um, because he really is, is continually pushing it back onto the shoulders of Jesus. You know, I mean, we're, I'm remind, you know, we're reminding uh, Jesus that this is his church and not ours. Yeah. Right. And so, but I will say, if you're a part of our, our Vox family, commit to praying for your leaders, commit yeah. to praying for Justin. Absolutely. Uh, definitely. Uh, I think for me, you know, as, as a campus pastor, my role is just to, again, shepherd to love, to hear mm-hmm. the people in my circle, in my, in, you know, in our campus or maybe other campuses that I'm connected with. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so, you know, and, and there is a lot, there, there's people, you know, there's people from kind of every angle. And again, my whole goal is not that I would then push my opinion on them, yeah. right? Um, not to let them open their eyes to see what I think, but it's more like, hey, I want you to be heard. Yeah. I want you to feel heard. And, and, and I think that we do try our best mm-hmm. for people to feel heard for people to feel heard. So absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to finish off on a little bit of a lighter note. Come I want you know, I, this is a fun built by Garso. <laughs> I didn't pay him. To, I didn't pay him to say this. I promise. But yeah, I just want to do a little word association. Okay. Now, I'm going to say something. I hate games. And no, that's okay. It's going to be the first, the first word that comes, that comes to your head. Okay. All right. So music. What? Music. The first word that comes to your head. Guitar. Guitar. All right. That's mm. not bad. It's not bad. All right. TV show. TV show? Yeah. 
<laughs> you really want me to say my TV show is? The first one. So, okay. I, this is supposed to be one word. Yeah. You, you don't need to, you, you don't need to explain. I'll, I'll, I'll trust me. I'll get after it. If it's, if it's a bad answer. Blue bloods. Blue bloods. Yeah. All right. You're I no, I don't think I ever have. Tom Selleck. All right. Food. Food network. Food network. Yeah. I watch a lot of food network. <laughs> I hate I, games. Guy for your, I'm failing this guys. Guy. I'm failing this game. He wants to play. He, he said, I want to ask him questions. He didn't say he wanted to play a game. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't want to play a game. All right. So let me, let me just, let's start over. No, no, no. Food. Food. Yeah. What's your favorite food? What's my favorite food? Yeah. Um, honestly, I used to be super picky. Yeah. I used, to, I used to be a super picky eater. And, uh, and so now I love Indian food. I love Spanish food. So our favorite place to go, like on a special special date night is Barcelona in oh, West Hartford. Yep, I like that. Tapas. Yep, I uh, love and that. The problem is you can't order enough. I know. <laughs> it's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So yeah, I like Barcelona. Mexican well. food. Yep. Geronimo. All right. So last last question. Uh, what is your favorite book? What's my favorite book? Yeah. Um, you know what's funny is that what is your favorite book? I have fifty five favorite books. Fifty five? Yeah, we don't I'm, have time for that. I know, I know. I, 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 I love books. Yeah. Um, and so it depends on. I am the kind of guy that. Um, and and so you may be on one side of this fence or not. Um, you know, when we go on vacation, I want to read. Yeah. Um, but I want to read books that I want to like learn from. I, I'm a hundred percent. You're there. Yeah. And so my wife's like, I'm gonna bring a, you know, and I often get fiction and nonfiction messed up. So whatever the not real one is. Yeah. She loves those yeah, kind of books and I love, books. I love the nonfiction yeah. books. Right. And so, but she goes, you bring these like very weighty, super <laughs> serious books on vacation. You're literally laying on the beach reading about systematic theology. Yeah. Like, why are you doing that? <laughs> and so I, I've resigned that's myself so to do, to be a biography guy. Yeah, that's good. A, a biography that, guy. That's good. Um, and so honestly, I read a lot of biographies. Not, a, I don't, I don't, that's, that's what was the, What was the last one you read? So, so um, an Andre Agassi biography. Cool. So tennis biographies I'll read, um, people biographies. Um, I used to like that, um, the billboard. It was Andre Offdre. Andre Offdre. It was, uh, what was it, Chic? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was down, down in West yeah, yeah, Haven. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, biographies of, of different kind of men and women from kind of church history. Yeah. Biographies of people now. Mm-hmm. Biographies of, of sports sports yeah. people. Absolutely. So, it's the only way to learn. Yeah. Well, one of the ways. One, one of the ways. ways. Uh, favorite relative. No, you don't have to answer oh, it. <laughs> so, actually, let, let me just throw this out there. So, so this has nothing to do with the box, but my cousin, Courtney, is on the Titan Games right now this season. Wow, really? With Dwayne Johnson. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So, it, it, did it air yet? Uh, so it started. So they just did three episodes. She's probably another three episodes in. Oh, that's but cool. But she's representing the East region. Wow. So, wow. Uh, so yeah. So she is not, I love all my relatives yeah. if you hear this, <laughs> um, but she's awesome. She's a, she's a CrossFit coach in New Jersey. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. I, I, I knew that she was a CrossFit coach. Yeah. I didn't know she was on the My other games. favorite relative. Um, so one of our lighting people is yeah, one of my so favorite funny. relatives and her name is Lydia. <laughs> she's and, sitting in the room right she's now. She's somewhere in the room right now. Um, <laughs> she is, uh, one of my favorite, one of my favorite, one of one sure. of my favorite capitalized yes. one of my favorite. Right. I just want to say thank you for you know so being fun. here. It's always, it's always good to hear inside the heart of someone that holds a leadership position yeah. here. And again, you know, you've, you're a, a great friend. You're a good guy. So we appreciate you being on our podcast. Awesome. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. All right, guys, we will see you next week. And again, if you have any questions that you want to hear from Justin or any of the campus pastors that we have, please email us at beyondsunday at voxchurch.org and we'd be happy to answer them. All right, we will see you next week.